And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. I'm here joined on Saturday morning by none other than Lee Hancock. What's going on, guys? It's Lee here. And Ro Hancock. Yeah, g'day, Nick. G'day, Lee. How are we? Fellas, we have a champion. The NBA is coloured in purple and gold. What a... uh, I guess it was kind of a bit of a... anticlimactic finish. But nevertheless, the Lakers are champions. How do we feel about that? The bigger question probably, Nick, is how do you feel about that as a Lakers fan? I think you would have been pretty up and about. We're am not I wrong? quite a week on yet, but I am still absolutely buzzing. <laughs> yep. um, tremendous showing, awesome way to end what's been one of, if not the longest season in NBA history. So I'm absolutely stoked and can't yep. wait to talk about it a little bit more shortly. Uh, before that, though, for the rest of the show, we'll recap some of the news that's occurred throughout the league. There has been quite a few happenings over the course of the mm. past seven days. Um, we're also, instead of Hero of the Week, we're going to have Hero of the Playoffs. Yeah. And we'll also just quickly recap some of our favourite moments from the season that's been. Uh, before we get into it, guys, thank you very much for all your continued support on all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, the lot. Uh, really appreciate it, as well as continuing to subscribe and leave those rating reviews. Okay, odds and ends. Do you want to kick us off, Lee? I'll kick us off. Um, oh, man. Some news that I personally love, and I'm sure a lot of other Washington Wizards fans would like to hear. Um, Bradley Beal says he wants to spend the rest of his career with the Wizards. Love now, this, to hear that. This guy's you? 27 years old. He's probably he's probably in his prime or uh, yeah, close to it. And he's um, probably the number. He, he is the number one option. You'd say, wouldn't you? As over John Wall now. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to see um, to support him. John Wall's going to come back. He's not going to be the superstar that he once was. I'd like to see um, some superstar join Bradley Beal over there. They need a big guy, don't they? Is, they need. A, I was about to say, is DeMarcus Cousins a superstar? No, he's I think really... he can get back to performing quite well yeah. um, if he can get over his injury problems. But, yeah, they do need a, a big centre or power forward to complement both Bradley Bill and John Wall and Demarcus Cousins is probably yeah, we don't even know what he's doing at the moment to be honest with you back um, in the gym going to collect that ring from the Lakers though yeah, yeah. you reckon I, think I reckon so. he will he'll add that to the resume for sure why not, <laughs> and, uh, why not? He'll, he might head down to DC um, the only thing with this Washington team you just touched on then Roy John Wall um, and you Lee mm. they're now like if you were to get Demarcus Cousins injury prone, John Wall injury prone, yeah. you bring back Isaiah Thomas injury prone. There's kind of three yeah. older guys, three who are probably key contributors who are quite high injury risks. Mm. Is it is it slightly worryingly, or do you uh, think? I personally, if I was the Wizards, Wizards, I wouldn't pick up Boogie. I'd try find someone else. I know Dwight's um, on the on the lookout. Whiteside maybe. Whiteside maybe brings a lot of drama. He does. Um, I know Bam's getting chucked around just because of the Giannis trade. You don't know what will happen with him, but I personally wouldn't have Boogie in my firing lines. Maybe another big man. Great sign to hear, though, that Bill's intending on staying. Yes, sir. Um, You just mentioned the name Giannis. Brian Windhorst thinks that Dallas Mm. will be front and centre in the Giannis sweepstakes. Seems it's kind of between Dallas and Miami at this point in time. Yeah. God, imagine that, Luca and Giannis. That would just be that's absurd, a, wouldn't it? That's a big international trio, isn't it? Um, and I think if they got Giannis... Yeah, Porzingis didn't mention him. Yeah, Porzingis <laughs> as well. Um, they'd be instant championship contenders for the foreseeable future. Yeah. They, to a degree, I guess they already are contenders because they've got Luka Doncic, who's one of the best players in the league, alongside Porzingis. But you add Giannis coming off an MVP season... Um. Yeah, I, I I don't see how they wouldn't make at least one finals run. Well, mm. it ties in 
like you just said, they're kind of contenders now. Um, I'll tie this in with another odds and ends. Porzingis has undergone knee surgery to repair mm. his lateral meniscus tear that mm. um, he suffered during the, the playoffs. Had he not have got injured, I really think like that ejection in game game one, yeah, was it? Yeah, dumb ejection. Um, yeah. I really think that they could have potentially, especially what we saw later on from mm. the Clippers, knocked them off. Mm. Yeah, well, they were definitely my dark horses um, yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. Don't worry about Dark Horse if they get Giannis. They uh, yeah. put the house on them just about, I reckon. You also mentioned the Heat, Nick, um, <clears throat> who said that they'll go all in for Giannis when he hits free agency. My question with the Heat is, who would they be willing to give up to get Giannis? Yeah. Oh, you'd think that some of their young stars, such as Hero Nunn, might be up for might be up for um, trade, I guess, and... Bam would have to go, surely. Just quickly, you know how Woj has his Woj bombs? Yes. What can we call a Nick, Nick bomb? No, um, no. I, I just want to drop something here. Right. And you guys probably aren't going to agree with it. I reckon yeah, many yeah. of our listeners won't. You're a big one for controversy, Nick, so let's well, see how we go. is overrated. You reckon? And I don't think the Heat should go all in. They've, mm. Mm. they've made it to the finals. They had their arguably best player, second best player go down with injury, and they, yeah. they put up a hell of a fight. Um, you know, Giannis is a back-to-back MVP, but I wouldn't want to give up Bam, no, Hero, yeah. none. Yeah. Everything else gives them, you know, the whole franchise pretty yeah. much just for this one player who hasn't been able to deliver in, you know, the last couple mm. of playoffs. So, I can, yeah. yeah, I completely see where you're coming from with that. I don't think he's overrated, but I do I do think that... A big word to die around, uh, isn't it? <laughs> for a back-to-back MVP, <laughs> for sure. But um, I, I agree with the fact that I don't know if you'd be willing to give up some of these guys who have contributed to a finals run this year... Um, you'd have to you'd have to see how they perform next year, well, and then weigh it up. Better, aren't they? Mm. None and Hero, they're rookies. They are yeah. going to get better. I, to be honest, I think because he's a back-to-back MVP, I still kind of forget how young Giannis is himself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, I think it would be a monster package to give up. It'd have to be. They'd have to give up. They'd have to give up pretty much half of their squad to oh. to get him and I don't know if you do that particularly given they've just come off a finals campaign it's a it's a lot to give up I tell you what I'm looking forward to breaking down all the trade stuff this season and it's going to be exciting but mm. next season's just going to be ridiculous we're yes. going to have our work cut out for us there's going to be some probably emergency podcasts being thrown <laughs> around with some of the big names that'll be uh, on the market uh, in other news uh, LeBron James says that Space Jam 2 will be released on time next summer. So oh, I imagine. we await with eager anticipation for that. Is it going to be better than the first? Uh, I reckon it comes down to whether you're more of a MJ or a LeBron yeah. fan, to be honest. I think it will just for the fact LeBron has done some acting already. He's yeah. in Trainwreck. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, made, he's probably been on more commercials, advertisements, things like that. And Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking. I'm interested to see though. Because what be... made the first Space Jams? It was such like a '90s. Yeah, that's movie. it, wasn't it? Mm. Like so nostalgic. So if they can somehow incorporate that into this new one, should be should be good. I have one here actually. Yeah, good. Let it fly. Um, so the Timberwolves um, are seriously considering um, trading the number one pick to acquire a sort of win now kind of player. Yeah, yeah. We put up a post during the week mentioning this, and mm. I know. Uh, Forget the name. Forgive me for who commented it. They were saying, Kevin O'Connor was the one who not, reported it. Not what I was going to say, but thank you <laughs> okay. for that Jumped handy in, bit of information. I thought we might give the credit where credit's due. Yeah, Kevin O'Connor, cheers for that one. Um, but I was going to say one of our followers commented, um, mm. I'd like to see maybe Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Uh, you know, a friend with Cat and mm. whatever else to wind up in Minnesota. Well, but, we've been longing for that for the longest time. At least I have because they're like the three best friends, you know. Mm. But, um, they're in a real weird position, Minnesota, I think, because yeah. they're with um, D-Russ, with Cat. If they were to keep the number one pick, they're not good enough in yeah. a West that is. To be honest, even depending on who the number one pick is, if they were to take him, yeah. uh, I still don't think they're probably playoff yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. You look yeah. at, let's run through. Warriors are going to be there. Lakers, Clippers, <laughs> Dallas, Houston. Brooklyn. What? No, no, no. East. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Uh, West, Nuggets. Um, you could say the 
Pelicans. Depending on what type maybe. of Phoenix squad comes out. Did I say Dallas? Yeah, Dallas, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, they're probably yeah, going to blow up. They're probably not it. the one. But they're so, that's no going to be so congested. And when, I just don't think they're going to be good enough. When I was thinking of this um, odds and ends, I was like, what? how many times does a um, first round pick stay with the squad? And for how many years? Like, he's not going to play in his prime at Timberwolves. You know what I mean? No, no. Generally move to a bigger market, don't they? Yeah. Who really wants to go to Minnesota? Yeah, so he'll spend his first couple of rookie years there it's, and it, then probably yeah. dip. It's a, it's a really similar type of situation to Golden State at the moment, who even though Golden State and Minnesota are, you know, completely different stages, they both have sort of established players who... I guess want to win now and can't afford to wait another five years for a high draft pick to develop. So I think um, you might find that this might be an unprecedented draft where the first and second pick might get traded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's well within the realms of possibility, isn't it? Especially for the Warriors, I think it's with Cat and D Ross, they're a bit younger, but mm. um, Steph, Clay are getting on to the, I guess, the latter half of things. Yeah. So it's probably. Um, really foreseeable that they do look to acquire a win-now player. Yep. I've got one here. Um, Good. Rockets GM Daryl Morey has um, stepped down or is preparing to step down as the Houston GM. Um, He's been with the Rockets since the 2007-2008 season. And over that time, particularly the last five years, he's earned a lot of criticism Mm. um, from people within the NBA landscape, particularly in the NBA media. Um, Basically, because he's put all his eggs in the one basket to earn the success, um, you know, signing players on big contracts. And what contracts, success has there been so far, really? And this is what's earned him the criticism, you know, signing CP3, Russell Westbrook to huge contracts to try and compliment James Harden and, you know, falling short year after year. Um, he's earned a lot of um, criticism over that time. Um, but then... You could also say that he's been the type of GM who, you know, had the balls to make these moves. You'd you'd find a lot of GMs wouldn't even consider it, whereas he's thought, well, this is the time to um, go for it all. And we forget a few years ago when they took it up to that Golden State Warriors team. That CP3 injury, had that not have taken place, you know, they could be NBA champions. Could have been a different story. So I think while he... Some of the criticism he's earned over the last few years is warranted. There's also um, a lot that he's done right in his time as the GM, and it'll be interesting to see what direction the Rockets go in now because they're making changes left, right, and centre. Yeah. Well, I'll pose this question to you, Roy. Is it better to be a has-been or a never-was? Because he's, he's gone for it. He, you can't say he didn't try. Yeah, has-been, for has sure. Been, yeah. Um, but there's still time for the Rockets um, to you know, make make an impact. You look at James Harden and Russell mm. Westbrook still on the books. They do need another few pieces to complement them, but they've got the players who can take them deep if they you know have the help that they need. Just before we came on air, I saw something, and I asked this to you, Lee and Ro, um, about possibly would you trade James Harden? Why this is probably the highest his value is ever going to be, mm. and Russ seems to be better as a one man show. Are you better? I guess kind of, you know, ditching Harden, I guess. They'll trade You've tried and it hasn't worked so far. They'll trade Russell Westbrook every day of the week before they trade James Harden. And he's another one who's been um, rumoured to be on the move, even though I think he would stay. But I think New York said that they might take on his enormous contract. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. That's it. Um, In other news, Rajon Rondo is expected to opt out of his player option and become a free agent. Um, the way he's been playing, I can't really blame him, given he made just over $2.5 million this season. Mm. I think with the way he's been playing, he's going to be getting a little bit more of a payday than that, and it's certainly warranted. Uh, he was a real surprise packet, I guess you could say, in the playoffs. Yep. I know when he was out injured, people were saying, it'd probably it's probably better we don't have him on the court, yet at times he was a real difference maker. Uh, yep. Other news? That was kind of a... Funky transition. Well, we'll talk about it more in depth. Yeah. When we get to it. Certainly. Uh, Doc Rivers. He's when We're not meant to be calling him Doc now. Right. He's come out during the week saying there's only one Doc, uh, Dr. J. Mm-hmm. So in respect for that, 
He will go by his given name, Glenn Rivers. Really? No, I will not be Glenn. doing that. I will be calling Glenn. him Doc regardless of whether he likes it or not. What? Does he look like a Glenn? Yeah, it's his name. But does he look like a Glenn? I think he does. No. He wants to be called Glenn, I'll call him Glenn. There you go. Oh, respectful. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Um, carrying on with Glenn Rivers. Uh, the Actually, no, I'm not. I didn't heard that come out of your mouth. <laughs> didn't like that one. I'm sounds like a, it doesn't flow. It sounds like a 45-year-old accountant. It doesn't sound like an NBA superstar, does it? I've got, like, my brain, I felt kind of slow, like, saying that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just doesn't roll off the top. Like, Doc Rivers. stroke saying it. Doc yeah. Rivers rolls. Yeah. Glenn Rivers, not so much. But, uh, Go on. The Sixers are reported to be paying him $8 million a season. Hmm. Uh, he's going to have one hell of a job in his hand. It's really... Yeah. There's been so much kind of debate whether you offload either Simmons or Embiid, and yeah. he's going to be tasked with the job of kind of coming in and um, sifting through the uh, the bullshit, I guess, for yeah. lack of better words. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, explicit sign on this episode. Yeah, that's all right. Well, we've started now. We may as well <laughs> carry on with it. Um, in other coaching news, former Cavs head coach Ty Lue has been appointed the new head coach of the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, alongside him, he will have Chaunty Billups as his head assistant. Mm. Uh Lou previously had been assistant coach for the franchise, and at the, at this stage, it looks set that he will be inking a five year deal. Yeah, I like this move because yeah. the the issue with the Clippers, in my opinion, at the moment, is that particularly after they had a premature exit from the playoffs, is that their chemistry is in all sorts at the moment. Mm-hmm. You've got players who who aren't getting along, and it's as simple as that. And Ty Lue is a people person and he knows what it takes to build championship winning chemistry yeah. as he did at Cleveland Cavaliers and um, I reckon he's the right man to at, at the very least get their chemistry um, back to, nice. you know, 100% as opposed to, you know, down in the it's not, <laughs> it's not looking low good. teens at the moment. Uh, especially during the week it came out that uh, quite a few players were um, disgruntled at the fact that Kawhi was getting... Um, preferential treatment, uh, the mm. fact he was able to, you know, have time off, go back to San Diego. Mm. Um, manage his load. Yeah, manage his load. So, yeah, team chemistry morale is at rock bottom pretty much. But as they say, when you're at rock bottom, the only way is up. This one's no surprise. Shams throughout the week reported that AD is planning to opt out of his contract yeah. and re-sign with the Lakers. Um, there, you know, there was little to no chance of AD leaving after this year, particularly given that while he and LeBron are at the helm of that franchise, they're going to be championship contenders every single season. So, yeah, no surprise. But I think from what I've heard, it's probably hoping that like his contract links up with LeBron's, mm. um, that they kind of hit the market at the same time and that it all kind of coincides with one another. But, yeah, no surprises there. Do you have anything else, Lee? No. Nah. Right? No, that's it. Fellas, beautiful work. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the finals. Yes, sir. We have a champion, Lee. Yep. Who is it? Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles. Say it with respect. Put some respect on the name. The who great, the almighty LA Lakers. Ro, who is it? I want to hear everyone say it. No, it was the Lakers, and, <clears throat> and um, you'd be a very happy man, I'm sure, after after that game six absolute masterclass in the end, wasn't it? Well, I was scared. I just want to kind of reiterate what an incredible game five yeah. What an incredible game Game 5 was. Yeah. That? Yeah. There we go there. Okay. Um, like that was – I went back and re-watched the highlight, re-watched most of the game, and it really mm-hmm. was one of the best games I've ever seen. And after Same. that, I was uh, worried. But the Lakers came out and flattened. Blew them away. Flattened the heat. The end score was 106 to 93. And no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <clears throat> I saw you got that wrong. Did I? What, yeah. What was it? And yeah, I had to change it on our Instagram this morning. I think it, it was, wasn't it? It was a hundred. I think it was one hundred sixteen and ninety eight, wasn't it? No, was it, was it not? What, it was, what am I looking at? <laughs> so you go back and fix it, buddy. I, I changed it. No, I'm not going back. Mate, you've you've undone my good work. Oh, there goes all our credibility. Yeah, if we had any to be just quickly, with. you, I'll I'll lead the start of this game six, Lee, and you are you go back and fix it. Oh, the, no, you're. Right. I'm not doing it though. You can fix Jesus it. Jesus Christ, rose onto it. Thanks, <laughs> mate. It. Um, so, <laughs> oh dear, you're we're not. Back me in, Lee. No, Back that's me my in, bad. I'll take that on the chin. Um, but it was it was a flat way for the season to end because it was a thirteen point game um, at the end. But it was certainly not this close. It was uh, <laughs> the league got to as big as thirty six. Yeah, and um, 
you know, at halftime it was 28 points and it was effectively over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing is, the, the difference was the Lakers' D. They took out Dwight, uh, played AD at the five, brought in Caruso, and they gave up 36 points at halftime, which mm. is just... What was it? I think it was 36 ridiculous. to 16 run in that uh, second. Yeah. Yep. Ridiculous. That, that sounds right. So you did look at the game. You did look at the score, Lee. Yeah, I don't know. I was bloody tired. I did it this morning, woke up and did my notes because I heard we were doing the podcast in an hour. So Yeah, good. Good from you, mate. Um, Bam finished 25, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Jimmy Butler, 12.7 rebounds, 8 assists. He was certainly, you could just tell he was... He was gassed. He, he got, yeah. spent all of his petrol tickets in game five, Yeah, um, which you have you to have do in to. a go-home game, but it clearly took its effects in Did this one. him walking off the um, the like media podium? In game five? Yeah. Yeah, he and was. He, was le- he couldn't even walk. He looked like he'd been shot in the leg. <laughs> he was He was absolutely cooked. And, you know, the players who got, got them that far, such as Jimmy Robinson, Hero, Dragic, who was – Admittedly, still looked a tiny bit injured. Yeah. Um, they had just run out of petrol tickets completely. Um, yeah. As we were saying before, they probably ran out um, after game five, giving it their, their all to, to force a game six. But um, in, in that game six, it was almost as if they didn't show up. Yeah. And Can I like- just say, though, with the exception of you, Nick, who in the right mind thought that the Miami Heat would have got to the NBA Finals. Yeah, there was certainly not... I, I don't know if everyone was Bucks and Celtics, really, yeah. in the East. Toronto I had before then. Yeah, um, and it's just a testament to the whole franchise. Really a phenomenal job from top to bottom with Pat Riley, Spolster, the players, the whole organisation. They have really embraced that underdog tag. Mm. Uh, and, you, like, either way, I was going to be happy. No, yeah. I said this the other week. I was oh, I forgot you need to do your punishment. We do. We'll rig that up next week. No, we're not. We're doing it either today or tomorrow, else we're never going to do it. Do it tomorrow. You come up with the punishment for us, Lee. Easy. Um, For those of you who are new listeners, uh, we have a segment, Be Right or Good Night. We give a prediction. uh, You get it wrong, you have a punishment. Our last prediction was our finals uh, winner. So I predicted the heat. I predicted the Lakers. And Roy predicted the Bucks early in the piece, didn't you? So you've (laughs) known for a while you'd be in trouble. Um, but myself and Ro Lee. have punishment duties. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say myself and Lee didn't know we were in trouble. No. Uh, well, you know what? Keen listeners of the show will actually remember that Lee's got one outstanding that he hasn't yeah, decided all, to do. We've already gone over. I said I'll do it if you can remember what there's, my bet was. And Nick said it too. We've been over it. No yeah, one remembers. There's it. no expiry it date for these punishments. About four, it was before the bubble. I think it was about six months ago now. <laughs> Gotta be honest, we, we were pretty slack with that one. But uh, Lee, you, you give us a punishment and yeah. we will okay. deliver. It'll be up on our YouTube in the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair, fair I think play. I have some vodka if we want to do big swigs. That can be your punishment. I'm happy to do that. I'm not afraid. Not driving for the rest of the day. It's 10 a.m. in the morning. Well, you mean do it today or tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, today. Oh, I've got futsal tomorrow, so I could come in pretty hot to futsal. Oh, excellent. Um, but, yeah, for the Lakers, AD had 19 points, 15 rebounds. Rondo Rondo was electric with 19 points. He went 8 of 11 from the field and 3 of 4 from mm. three-point line. It was funny. They, uh, the Heat put Jimmy... Onto Rondo to kind of give Jimmy a break. Mm-hmm. And Rondo was just blowing by him just at every opportunity. Really took yep. advantage of yeah. um, just Jimmy being gassed. Uh, LeBron got his triple-double in the end. He's kind of flirted with it in most games. 28 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists, 13 of 20 from the field. Uh, yeah, so it was, I guess for all purposes, a really anticlimactic finish. I, well, who could watch it? I couldn't watch it because I was at work. Could you? Uh, bits and pieces. Okay. Bits and pieces. I had it in the background. Um, in the background, working hard. Work, right? doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, just in the background. Just in sorry. the background, yeah. yeah. My mind was fully on work that day. Let me yeah, assure you. Good man. Um, a big congrats to Jeannie Buss. Became the first woman owner to win an NBA title. Yeah. Um, and LeBron James. Hey, a four-time champion, four yeah. times final MVP, and the first player in NBA history to have three finals MVPs with three different teams. I'm, I'm sick of I'm sick of the comparisons um, with LeBron. He's you've you've never seen a player like LeBron in the league. Yeah, he he does it all. 
Um, and, yeah, you, you know, to earn that fourth title just grows his legacy even more. Um, he's my favourite player of all time yeah. and he's, you know, just cementing himself as, you know, arguably the best Go. player of all time. Here we go. I think I've asked this question to you guys before and, well, now there's another element to the story. Now he's got another finals MVP, yeah. another title. He's four and six in finals. Yeah. MJ was six and zero, and that's any time there's an MJ fan. And I love MJ and mm. watching the last yeah. dance. Six and zero, Christ. But here's the thing. <laughs> the fact <laughs> that LeBron has made it on ten occasions. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some credit to that. Like, it's, it's never counted that MJ got, you know, bashed in the first couple of years by the Pistons, the Celtics, mm. um, and didn't. You know, he didn't make it past the first round. Mm. Whereas LeBron has been that much of a constant. He's he's making it to the finals at damn near every occasion. Yeah. Um. So four and six. If we had, you know, total playoffs history, and you had a couple of those losses in the first round to MJ's record, it starts to, you know, look yeah. a bit different, doesn't it? At the end of the day, they're both incredible records, and you know, when people start to compare LeBron's legacy and Michael Jordan's legacy, it just it goes to a black hole, really. Like, there's no winner or loser out of it. And the story's still not done for LeBron, is it? No, like, he's still, still he's gonna he's gonna break the all time scoring record. There's the the chance he'll get another chip. Um, the rate he's playing, he's gonna play till forty five and still be <laughs> one of the best players in the league. Bronny will be a vet by the time LeBron <laughs> retires. Bronny's probably black and blue at the minute from just being beaten. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you see that thing? I uh, was a uh, NFL player, Odell Beckham. Um, he was, they were playing, I think, COD, and there was, he was meant to have uh, Bronny on, like, in a live yeah. party, and some, he's like, oh, where's, where's Bronny? And someone said, oh, yeah, he's probably not going to be on, <laughs> not going to be on for a little while. He's now that, uh, for a little while. Now that Dad's back, gave him an ass whooping, I reckon, yeah. for anyone who didn't see um, Bronny on the fat dude, wasn't it? No. <laughs> oh, that's, because I was, I was in the dark, I was like, what's he talking about? What's yeah, he getting beaten up, for? Oh, oh yeah, but up, I remember. Yeah. Had a, up a video of her. Had a roach in his hand. A roach in his hand. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. A roach. Never no, but is roach. that yeah? Is that what he's getting beaten over? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So there was like all these memes going around when Heat won game five. It was like memes of Bronny celebrating <laughs> and like, Dad's away a few days longer. Like J.R. Smith. <laughs> um, but yeah, so LeBron, what a phenomenal performance showing uh, you know, he's – we keep using the analogy like a fine wine. Yeah. And, like, uh, really when it becomes time to win, like, he's the guy. Mm. It kind of felt game one or two AD was the man. Mm. Um, but then LeBron just put the foot down and really took it away. Um, and for the Lakers as a whole, they went 16-5 and five in this postseason. They were just incredible from start to finish. And the fact that they – like they they played some tough competition, didn't they? Like I Absolutely. know a lot of people are saying that they didn't have to face the Clippers, they didn't have to, you know, contend with the Bucks or anything. Mm. But they they beat what was in front of them, and that's all you can do. Yeah. Who do we have? We had Portland first round four one. Yeah. Houston second round four one. Nuggets four one. Heat four two. Like that's mm. a, that's insane. It's a hell of a run, and I kind of forget they did it all. Uh, without a big part of the team, who, who was a big part of the team, Avery Bradley yeah. for the entirety. Like, I know we're speaking of, yeah. you know, Dragic was injured, Bam was injured at points, but, you know, they've done it without Bradley. They've had, you know, AD scares. They've had their own kind of things to contend with. Mm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, all you can do is kind of play what's in front of you. Yeah, for do you, sure. Do you know who um, was a weapon during the playoffs and especially the finals? Not only Ronda, I want KCP. to add, but KCP too. He yeah, was man. fit and firing. He was. He had 17 points in this last game as well. He really mm. kind of started the playoffs pretty slow, didn't he? Yeah, but he did. He uh, really found some form in the back end. Mm. Oh, come on now. Bit <laughs> of toast coming up. Little, little toast. That's horrible. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> Unprofessional. Unprofessional. Carry on. But it's, it's you love to see it because he was struggling throughout a majority of the um, regular, yeah. and then he's come into the playoffs and the finals and just bowled out. You yeah. just triggered something actually that I should have mentioned in odds and ends regarding KCP, and that's that I heard throughout the week that he could potentially be looking at another franchise yeah. to join over the off season um, to get the money that I guess 
he earn he should earn because he won't be earning as much as at the at the Lakers. I saw the Hawks. I saw the Hawks were were an option. There were a few other teams there, so that would be that'd actually be a um, significant loss heading into next season to lose one of your good three point shooters like KCP. Here's the thing. So this season, KCP tick over eight million. Next year, he's expected to make about eight and a half. Danny Green made fourteen and a half yeah, million this year. A tick under fifteen and a half next season. Now, KCP, I think he's he's playing like three times as good as what Danny Green is at the yeah, minute, and he's yeah. getting half as much money. Um, you know, if I was because he's KCP is managed by Rich Paul, isn't he? No, um, couldn't tell. Clutch, yeah. clutch there's, a lot, there's a lot of those guys under Rich at the moment. Yep. So I reckon uh, if I was him, I, I'd be looking for the money too. I think, yep. you know, you look at the guy next to you who's been bricking shots and mm-hmm. really struggling, Danny Green, and he's getting nearly double what I am. I'd yep. be, you know, I'm a champ now. I yeah. am the champ. I was about to say, do you think the mentality of these guys changes after the championship? So, for example, do you think KCP would be thinking, I've got the ring now? And I've reached the highest level in NBA basketball. Now I'm going to earn the money that I deserve. Or in his mind, would it be, I've earned a ring and I'm going to, I want to keep contending for a ring in the coming seasons? What's he, 27? I think 8 million, you know, that's still life changing money. Although, sorry, I'm not, I digress slightly, but when you break it down, I was listening to a podcast the other day with Brian Windhorse and they were talking about, I think it was KCP. He's at making eight million or so. He's, I think, he's probably going to get taxed forty to fifty percent of that. Mm. Four million. You, you pay, um, you know, all other taxes, insurances, whatever else. You pay your agent a couple of percent. Um, everything else, you're only probably left with a million, two million, which is still incredible. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if I was him, I would be. I'd be chasing for that the bag. Payday. I would be chasing the bag hard. Yeah, and yeah. once you've got one ring, you know. For some players, it's, I guess, on to the next one, like LeBron. Yep. As soon as he won the next one, all right, we've still got work mm-hmm. to do to AD. Um, but I reckon for KCP, it's, you know, secure that uh, generational wealth. Yeah, is not trying to secure his legacy like LeBron is, so no one would um, begrudge him for, you know, going after the coins. What I found hilarious, did you guys see um, JR had yeah. on his IG Live? They were celebrating on the bus. And Quinn Cook put in a message that they left him at the stadium. Yeah. Turn He's the like, bus around. I'm still here, fellas. He said, just want to chip and go to walk home. <laughs> I found that hysterical. That so Imagine that. Oh. You've just, you know, you are on top of the world. You and your boys on top of the world, and they've all, all ditched you. He's probably, left. he's probably just down three bottles of champagne in the locker room. and Wouldn't like to be walking after that. No, absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, no, that was hilarious. Yeah, let's talk about the funnies. I also found it funny. Um, I think Duddles, Jared Dudley, posted um, on Instagram. He was like, name a better trio. He was in the middle of um, LeBron and AD with his smug... <laughs> Big face. Uh, that made me laugh. What's great about this Lakers roster, and it kind of ties in with what you just said, uh, Lee, mm. the fact even with this, Dwight Howard got benched this game. Yeah. JaVale McGee's been benched this whole series. Um, you know, we haven't really seen Jared Jared Dudley, Quinn Cook, um, JR, Dion, yet just the kind of, we were talking about morale and chemistry with the Clippers. Yeah. It's just polar opposite with the Lakers. Yeah. Like, yeah. they've all bought in on this. Yeah. And I guess the grand picture is bigger than the individual. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. So I love saying stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's funny. What and did then, you think about uh, yeah, Caruso's bod in the interview shirt off? I was about to say, they all had their shirt off, didn't they? JR, JR, JR he's a bad he? influence, isn't he? <laughs> Took but, it uh, off before the siren went. Yeah. No, <laughs> Caruso copped a bit of a bit of flack for his um his dad bod. But I, I love to oh. say it. He's, yeah, you love doesn't that it, make it more relatable? Seeing a guy like that, he's one of us. Yeah, he He's is. got... Next to no I hair. I don't even see it. Um, but uh, he's an ugly son of a. But he's a. He's a oh, we've already put the expletives on. Yeah. Carry on, bro. <laughs> he's an ugly son. What should I search, Alex Caruso? Dad bod. I haven't even seen um, the picture. I reckon though, like he. I've I really liked what I saw from the going forward for next season. The lineup they they threw threw out with AD at the five. I think that's where they play best. Did yep. you just say dad bod? Uh, that's not the one in the interview. I think he's let himself go in the bubble a little, a little bit more since then. Lee's just hit the old Google Caruso, Caruso bod, was it? Yeah, yeah, looking good. 
Yeah, you got drug like, tested after those photos. Um, but yeah, the fact I think they looked best when they had AD at the five, Caruso slotting into that starting role. Mm-hmm. I think if they give him the ra- not the reins, but give him a little more um, chance to shine next year, he this is probably the best they're going to look. Well, yeah. this is a question I had for you guys. So playoff Rondo was real and KCP came through strong and obviously LeBron and AD. But how big um, of an impact um, did the rest of the squad have? Did, did What do you think of their contribution? Great question. Okay, Danny Green struggled, really, yeah. really struggled. And if I was the Lakers, uh, I would probably look to test the market. 33, yeah. I think, is. Yeah, so yeah, um, making... Fifteen and a half million next year. Yeah, I don't know how many suitors would be out there for it. Um, Rondo phenomenal. Kuzma really struggled. Yeah, you know, he, he needs to go. It's hard. I've seen there's been interest. Um, teams showing interest yeah. in him this off season. Um, he's a player I really like, and he was pretty much the only one out of that core with Ball, Ingram, Hart, who mm. kind of kept his head off the chopping block. Um, but he. And I understand this year's been an adjustment for him back down to the bench, a mm-hmm. heavily reduced role, but he, uh, I think he's potentially a candidate for liquidation. Okay. Think of the pieces you could get in return for Cole Kuzma, though, because he's got value on the market for sure. Absolutely. Particularly in a starting role, um, and he's not doing enough in a bench um capacity for the Lakers at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I certainly think that he's one that they should – offer up for trade um, and you could get one or two additional pieces to yeah. add to the bench or even one to add to the starting lineup um, should he be traded. I really think, though, bringing back Rondo is probably the biggest piece. Yeah, yeah, it has been. To be honest, and it's pretty much why LeBron recruited him. Like, doesn't care what he does in the regular season. And I, I don't. He can put up zero zero zeros, not play, whatever else. Mm. But the IQ, having two players with that high an IQ in LeBron and Rondo – like, he, he just sees things that other players doesn't. Yeah. That other players doesn't. Other players <laughs> don't. Um, and when it's kind of crunch time to make those key passes, make the right decisions, I think he is he's the guy. So Yeah. Like, I know um, my, my favourite or one of my favourite um, moments after they won were LeBron and him just, um, just hugging it out because mm. it was such mm-hmm. a mutual, like, well done, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny that they were such bigger rivals yeah. earlier in the year. Uh, what end of last decade was it? Early this decade? Yeah, yeah. Was Five. it? Was it? Um, did I see that Rondo was the only player that won a chip for Boston yeah. and Lakers? That's not bad to have on have on your resume, no, is not it? At all. Um, but yeah, so I think bringing Rondo back would be huge. Yeah, even I've heard some probably not going to happen because there's so much rumor talk now that the season's over. But um, CP3 mm. rumors joining the mm. Lakers. I heard this. Oh. Imagine that. Where do they get the salary from? Right? Jesus That's Christ, their thinking. bill would be through the roof. He's, yeah. what, 40, 45 million, LeBron 40 million next year, yeah. AD 30-something million. You just wouldn't do it oh. unless CP3 agreed to take a lower, smaller yeah. contract. And, and his? Yeah. I don't know if he would or not. Like, no. he, huh? he he wants, wants, a ring. wants a ring. And I think if mm. maybe in the last year or two of his career, which could be coming up over the next year or two, I don't know. I think he might might be open to taking a lower salary. In my opinion, it would have to be that because they sold, you know, the house for AD last year. Yeah. And I, I still want in the next five to ten years something to look forward to. Yeah. So they've just won the chip with the squad they've got now. I don't want to see them sacrifice all the young pieces, yeah. all the draft picks, yeah. everything for this squad, as incredible as it'd be. For the next two years, true. Um, I'd rather see them run LeBron AD, have some quality players around them. And here's the thing that, like, we noticed this year, the year of the duos. Yeah. When you've got a trio, when we had say Wade, LeBron, and Bosch, mm. one always misses out a little more. So, and in that yeah. case, it was Bosch. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of two mouths is enough to feed. With three, yeah. someone's going to have a reduced impact. Yeah. And. You know, spending that much money for a guy who's not going to have as much say in the game is, I don't think, worth it. Yeah, no. true. Quickly, before we move on, guys, all the respect in the world to the Heat. Um, mm, we yeah. were saying just... Yeah. Pure dogs. Pure dogs, the most incredible run. Um, you couldn't help but love them and root for them. And Jimmy Butler... Oh, he's he's really <laughs> furthered his case for um, 
one of the superstars of the league. I tell you who's gone really quiet lately, and that's the NBA media experts who said that Jimmy Butler moved to Miami for a lifestyle change yeah. as opposed to the want to win. Yeah. Look what he's done. He's he's, you know, proved all of those so called experts wrong and taking that team who let's face it, I don't reckon many people would have thought after last year they'd be going to the to the finals yeah. and contending taking two games out of it. So oh, yeah, he's he's proved everyone wrong as he's done his entire career. No, you love to see it and well, LeBron finals MVP unanimously, I should add, 11 zip on the votes. Yeah, Had yeah. this game have gone to game seven, uh, I reckon Jimmy would have taken a couple of votes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he put up an incredible performance, this whole team. Um, you just, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do next season. And back on that Giannis point, you know, I'm in love with this team as it is. You know, I don't yeah. want to see them lose all these quality yeah. young players and bam and the culture and environment they've got. But... Uh, yeah, all the respect in the world to the Heat. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Lakers 2019-2020 champions. There we go. Let's just quickly before we go on to hero of the playoffs, a couple of the best season moments. Like we'll just okay. briefly kind of recount some of the things mm. because it has we're what, about a year since the last season tipped off and it has been a wild ride. Some of the things that have occurred, mm. we started, we had the tragic passing of Kobe, the whole China debacle. But there has been some incredible moments, like such as or Zion's Zion's debut. Yeah, that, that's what was on the top of my list. Was it? And yeah. same here. <laughs> yeah, when I started writing these, I was just like, that was incredible the way mm. he caught fire from three. 22 points, four of four from three in just 18 minutes. 17 points coming in that final quarter. Yeah, like there was so much anticipation it coming was, up. It was the most hyped up rookie debut since LeBron James yeah. had played. And the fact that he didn't get his start until a few months after the season had actually begun made it even more anticipated. It was amazing. But just the way he came out, like he wasn't known as a three-point shooter and he just no. came out and lit it up. Yeah. Because he had 22 in the end, but he had 17 points in three minutes when he lit it up from beyond the arc. (laughs) And he looked that explosive. He brought everything that we saw in those highlights from his high school and college days over to the NBA and looked like he, you know, had been here for for years. I remember being at work when this was on, and I think one of you guys put something in, like, oh, shit, Zion. I remember looking looking through the updates, and it was like, Zion 3, Zion 3. And I was like, oh, my God. Because everyone was lacking off him because he was like, this guy isn't a three-point shooter. He just kept bucketing them. I tell you what, he's. I can't wait to see him full season. He'll hit the gym. Yeah. Um, Can't wait to see what he can do with this Pelicans team. Like, I think if they've got him from the word go and the squad they've got, they are going to... Really turn some heads, and they're going to be yeah. so exciting to watch. Yeah. Seeing Lonzo and him link up, their connection already mm. phenomenal. Brennan Ingram on the wing. Oh, I hope they keep Drew. So, I hope so. so. Every time I watch Zion, though, and he'll probably go throughout the whole of his career, I'm just so scared he's just going to, um, you know, get Do, injured. Yep. Well, I when agree. you when you weigh that much, and I know he's probably going to try and slim down a bit, and he has already, but... <laughs> You're always a risk to injure yourself when you're jumping that high and coming down on with that much weight. It's funny that on the opposite end, the number one, one and two picks, Jarmarant's the opposite end. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. worried for him. He's going to injure yeah. himself too, and he's mm, yeah. a buck fifty soaking wet. Yeah, true. true. Um, so, that's scary. <laughs> they're going to be awesome to watch. They're like full seasons going up against each other. Yeah, um, it's going to be unreal. I have another one. Yeah. One of my favourite moments was um, Kawhi's tribute when he went back to mm. Toronto um, when he was with the Clippers. And yep. that, that um, it was one of the, probably one of the best tributes I've ever seen, that light show of his final breakdowns yeah. of yeah. that last shot. Yeah. Loved that. Uh, well, yeah, that was a pretty pretty big moment. How yeah. cool would that be to have something like that For in you. your honour? Yeah. Um, yeah, is it? <laughs> Tell you what, don't the Raptors look good at the minute? Like, they... He lost their best player, yeah. the guy who brought a ring to the city, and yet they probably play. They played better than the Clippers this year. Yeah, which, they did. again a testament to a Masai Ujiri um, and that organization mm. as a whole. Um, I loved seeing the year of the joy. Yeah, mm. we had so much happen in the off season. Kawhi and George, Aiden, LeBron, uh, Russ and Harden, all these Giannis and uh, Middleton. Who else do we have? Um, there's yeah, more. Hey? Luca and Pauzinger. KP, yep. We had Dame and CJ. You could say we had 
London and Okay, we're raging. But cool. um, it was awesome just seeing how all these star duos go up up against each other and I guess tying in with that, it was awesome to see such an even competition this year. Yeah. It's yeah. been the last couple of years dominated by the Warriors, the Cavs. Um, so there were so many teams this year that could have won it and mm-hmm. like many people picked a Clippers-Bucks final. Yeah. Neither of them made it. Yeah. Neither of them made it to the... Uh, the conference finals. No. So it was awesome to see such an even spread. And even the run the um the bubble format. Yes. How many teams were especially in the West contesting for that last spot. Phoenix Suns went on an absolute tear there and gave us a bit of a sniff as to what we can expect next year from them. Feels like an eternity ago they went Does. eight and eight in the bubble. Devin Booker was on another planet that that um bubble period. One of my favourite moments from the season was actually the All Star game oh, with the so with the new format. Um, initially, it had a heap of uncertainty and I guess criticism that came out of that. But you and I were watching that together, oh. Nick, and I reckon I, it was one of the best All Star games I've ever seen. It, it was the best All Star game I've ever seen. The most intense as well. Like they were playing for keeps. Kyle Lowry taking charge after charge. Yeah, yeah, that, that was brilliant. Yeah, they looked far more um, invested, all yep. of them this year, which just made for a you know far better spectacle overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, really hope, they continue with a similar type of format or yeah. something that can that you lane. know get the players as invested as they were this year, um, because that was an absolute um, ripping all star game. I agree. Like I kind of not forgotten, but again, it feels like so long ago mm-hmm. that happened. But that was. That was the best All Star game I've yeah. seen. Did you you watched it? Didn't you, Lee? Yeah, I mean, Shaka Khan was god awful. Oh, no, Shaka yeah. Khan! The, the game right. itself was insane. Yes, there's a name that few could forget. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I guess tying in with it, like, there's been so much that's happened this year. I guess negative wise, yeah. Kobe, China, the COVID situation. David but, Stern. Yeah, David yeah. Stern. The list goes on and on. It really has been a horrid year but there's been so much good to come out of it and I think one of my best season moments was the whole bubble format and the idea of the playing was just seeing some of the performances we had from TJ Warren, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, Mm. it was elite and the games were just so highly contested Um, and some of the performances was were just ridiculous seeing Mitchell and Murray go at it in the first round. Crazy. My god what a showing. And I've just thought of this now but um, one of my favourite um, moments throughout the whole season was, like, just seeing some of these young players develop yeah. more, like, in mm-hmm. particular, like, Trey Young, um, Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum yeah. and then Devon- Luca. Luca, Devontae Graham. Yeah. They've brought it to the next level, yeah. And and the young players are really taking over the league almost to an extent, you'd say. Like, mm-hmm. it's their league now. And it, it kind of feels like there's all... You know, in a few years, there's not there's not going to be any CP3. There's no. not going to be any LeBron. Don't say that. I don't I want know, to think of it. It makes me want to cry. No KDs. Yeah, oh, Jesus. God. But it's so great that there is such incredible young talent yeah. coming through and mm-hmm. like the league is just going to carry on in good hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, not before LeBron gets another chip or two, no. though. It's still well within the realms of possibility. Yeah. Um, did you have any more, Ro? No. Uh, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed a lot this season. Yeah. As you said, there's there's been really, really horrible moments, but when there's dark, there's light, and there's Absolutely. been some really great moments as well. An incredible season, to say the least. Here we go. Let's go. We'll do, uh, normally, for any new listeners, we have a segment, Hero of the Week, where we kind of pick, um, it could be a player, an organisation, anything that's really exemplified um you know, I guess hero-like characteristics. Yep. Um, this week, though, we're going hero of the playoffs. So, yeah, cue the music. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Hide away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Okay, so, um, Lee, you normally pass the button. You pass the button last week, so care. you... You take the lead on this one, Power. Let me get this mic a bit closer. Jeez. 35 years old. <laughs> 17th season. I've got to I've got to go with none other than the king, the one and only LeBron James. Um 
this playoff series. He's, he's averaged a massive 27 points, 9 assists and 10 rebounds. And like I said, he's really put himself um, in that GOAT talk. He's really cemented himself. Um, His efficiency from the field as well has been well, well over 50%. Yeah, that that these these finals, I was going to say, um, he even stepped up a notch, understandably. I think it was 57% in the final series, but he averaged 30 points, 8 assists and 12 rebounds in the um in the finals it was it was really unstoppable yeah yeah without a doubt and it's hard to kind of go past him isn't it you know when you're this age doing what he's doing he's probably he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats without a doubt arguably the greatest and this just adds to the legacy yeah I'll go. That's, oh, well, I was just going to say, going? yeah, I'll keep going. I was just, I wanted to talk about like his size and speed and his strength on his way to the basket. I say it every week, but how insane is it? Is he is he unmatched as Giannis, I guess? Literally, but, if he wanted to, he could score every possession. Yeah. Uh, he could just get it and run, drive to the hoop, and he's going to have, have the two. And it, th- this playoff series reassured me that he's still got plenty more in the tank he's not quitting anytime soon 35 and you could he nearly 36 and he's the best player in the league yeah. still yeah. he didn't still. he didn't when he, he didn't just win his fourth title he won it um as the best player in the whole series so yeah. lbj and his longevity is just incredible like i i bring up the michael comparison because they're forever going to be entwined yeah but like he had to take a couple of years off because he was just burnt out had to go mm. to baseball mm. um you know, the way LeBron's been able to carry such, being the face of the league and just delivering it at every turn is just a testament to him, the it work is. he puts in, his drive, his competitiveness, the whole lot. So, yeah, great pick, Lee. Thank you. Did I take anyone? So hopefully not. No. <clears throat> um, <laughs> you did, but I'll, I'll readjust on the go. It's fine. Good from you, Roel. I'll go then. I'll give yeah. you a bit of time to, you know, <laughs> string something out here. Um, my hero of the week, and it's one I've here of the playoffs. Here of the playoffs, should I say, good Lee? Don't take um, my second option. Here. Oh, um, this is one I was going to use last week, and it kind of taught. I think I might have used it before. Uh, it's Adam Silver and the NBA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now put a post up during the week. Yeah. And the bubble has gone off without a hitch. They've had 172 games, three months, and not a single positive case of yeah, coronavirus. That was crazy. Yeah. Now, we've seen other sports, the MLB, the NFL. Uh, actually, the NHL has been pretty good. They've had like mm. a bubble kind mm. of format as well. But other leagues around America are kind of stop and start, whereas the NBA has really just been a constant. And it's just incredible. Hats off to the Disney employees, yep. everyone involved, the pr- and the product that's been put on. Yep. Um, I was kind of somewhat nervous. And to the players as well, I thought after such a layoff, some of them might come back out of shape or mm. whatever the case. But, um, you know, the quality of bowl, and I, th- I think it's as high, if not higher, than, you know, regular standards. Yeah. Um, and it was great as recognition of this. Adam Silver informed all league employees that he, he sent them all a thank you letter. Uh, they were all receiving a $1,000 bonus as well as four Fridays off beginning at the end of this month. Yeah. So, again, just outlining how good of work they've all done, the product that's been put together. I was blown away. Been crazy. Did you see at the end um, when he was like um, giving LeBron his um, FMVP that he was saying he thinks this award or something similar might have an award named after him? Yeah, yeah. I was interested about that. Mm. What awards are going to be? Because well, he'd be in control of it, surely, Adam Silver. Well, they've only in the last couple of years named Mm. this the Bill Russell Finals MVP. You've most of the awards already have names, so... Mm. I think the award would be for being excellent for so many years. Um, so maybe an award that a player receives at the end of their career mm. for Longevity. consistently being a great player. Or I thought they'd maybe just do Bill Russell, LeBron James, and FMVP. What a mouthful. That wasn't it. That, why are you laughing? That's... I don't know. <laughs> have yeah. you seen the records he's broken? Have you no, seen I have, all those but... Instagram posts? He's just You've only just flying. named it the Bill Russell. Yeah, I know. Just... I don't know if you could... Uh... If I was Bill Russell, I don't know if I'd be stoked with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> mine and mine alone, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Ro, you've... Have you come up with anything? I've readjusted. Initially, it was LeBron because, as you said before, Nick, how how can you go past a guy who's led his team to the to the um, finals and you know won his fourth chip? But mine is Jimmy Butler, yeah, and yeah. 
the reason being is that no one anticipated the heat. Basically, no one anticipated the heat to make it that far um, into the finals and, you know, contend. They did take two games away, and it wasn't even his stats at the end of the day. Like, you can chuck the box score out. It's what he provided in terms of leadership um, on and off the court, leading by example, showing his team what it takes to win. He's always wanted to play with a team of winners, and I think, personally, the only reason that this team had the you know attitude and will to win that they did was because they had Jimmy Butler at the front of the front of the pack um and you know I can't speak highly enough of Jimmy yeah over the over these playoffs and um he's it's going to be one of the all-time valiant um efforts from any player in the league couldn't agree more could not agree more the kind of load he had to carry once you know, Bam went down, Dragic went down, um, and it was awesome. I think we spoke about earlier in the playoffs we wanted to see him take a little bit more of the offensive load, mm. and he did that with a plum in this series. Like some of the some of the showings he put up were just like it was record breaking stuff. Yeah. Um, especially that game, game five, because it game three as well. He had the monster triple double. Mm. Yep, mm. forty point triple double. Like that, it was incredible. And as I said, you couldn't help but root for him. Um. Yeah, and it's awesome. It like he pretty much changed the script of how people seem in this yep. season, this playoffs. As we said last week, you know he was often viewed as a negative, um, you know, bad locker room guy with the mm. Bulls, with the Timberwolves, seventy sixers. Mm. But he, he, like he literally couldn't care less about his stats. It was I've never seen yeah. someone with um oh, I have like there's MJ and there's LeBron but with that like win mentality all he cares about is the W. Exactly. And you love to see that and that's mm. you know the kind of guy you want on your team in that position. Mm. You know, someone who's not gonna care about their ego putting up thirty points. Yeah. Twenty assists. <laughs> oh that's a big number. Um, <laughs> but you know, he's he's just gonna do it for the win. Uh so yeah, incredible pick row. And he's already back in the gym, might I add. Jesus. Yeah. That's, He's already up and shooting. I'd, that's a I'd, scary prospect. Yeah, I'd be having a bit of time off. Yeah, you've earned it, I reckon. I reckon so. A couple of, couple of stogies, a couple of quite froth eyes, and then hit the yeah. gym. But, uh, yeah, recapping the hero of the playoffs, Lee, you had... I had the king. LeBron don't James. You, oh, no, I don't say his name. Why not? It's the king. You don't. The if king. I say the king, you don't need to reiterate and say LeBron James. Sorry, we, we know who I'm talking about. Okay, sorry. I had the king. I had the NBA, Adam Silver as a whole. <laughs> and I had Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat. Wow. Well, I guess that, um, that I guess concludes the season. It is mm. what's been a hell of a roller coaster. We certainly didn't think we were going to have a champion for a while there, but uh, yeah, we got one of the greatest, I guess, bubble playoff um, endings in history. Yeah. Uh, that whole process was unreal. We look forward to what's to come now. So, I well, guess, I think we should um, shed some light on what, what we are doing, doing because Absolutely. people probably think, all right, season's done, they're done. Like, See you next what, year. <laughs> what are they going to talk about? But it's like in that um, off period when there was no NBA, that was some of our best episodes. So, absolutely, just, just like from an enjoyment perspective, it definitely was. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were we kind of dug deep in the barrel there, didn't we, for a couple <laughs> of the episodes? But yeah. uh, I know we've just had a bit of a chat before we came on air. Uh, about the next couple of weeks. So what we're going to do next week, well, for the next two weeks, uh, we're going to do a bit of a recap and grading of eight, all the teams in each conference. So next week we'll start with the East, um, you know, A, B, C, D grading, whatever else. We'll chat about each team, where they went right, where they went wrong. Uh, the following week we'll do the West. And then the week later we're going to have a mailbag episode. Yeah, We're going to start getting your questions in now, guys. We'll ramp up promoting that. In a couple of weeks' time, yeah. but all your questions, NBA, non-NBA related, we want them all. Um, might have to have a couple of drinks, let get some creative answers out there, yeah. um, and we'll get some guests on, um, no doubt. Yeah, we like we're not, we don't have a definitive date yet on when the uh, league's scheduled to return, mm-hmm. but uh, rest assured, we will uh, we'll have plenty plenty of content. If you guys have any ideas of what segments or things you'd like us to do don't hesitate to send them in slide Ent- into our dms entertainment week- weekly coming back coming back you got some uh, you've been watching yeah. some shows no nah, just like songs oh, right so you just just want to make it song entertainment yeah. weekly yeah that's um, my favorite bit. yeah good 
But we'll, we will have, there's going to be plenty in store. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. And like we'll have uh, the draft, free agency news. We'll have plenty to recap still. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm good. looking forward to it, fellas. Very Do we, just quickly, I could ask you off air, but I'll ask you on air. <laughs> Do we kind of with this this episode, like our next episode, does that start season two, do you reckon? Or do uh, we wait till the start of next season? Start to the start of next season, I reckon. Yeah, okay. Because we're still recapping the, the yeah, performances true. from this year, so. Yeah, gotcha. Fresh well, we start. don't even put, like, episodes on. We don't say episode whatever. So it oh, doesn't it's got even... it in there. Yeah. And, like, okay. to break it up, I'm going to go through and put them all as season oh, one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Hope you all enjoyed hearing about what our plans are for the back, uh, the back end of our operation here. But, uh, yeah, guys, do you have any parting words? To- no, it's been a great season. I've loved sharing sharing what's happened with you guys. And no, also- don't sign out. I want to say something okay, quickly because I know you would have got yeah, angry. If I you- would have. Um, but you still cut me off. Could you not just say it before I start talking? <laughs> when I was you were saying talking my thank end, yous. and Things come to me at the end and I go, didn't want you to sign go. I just wanted to say, fellas, um, to you guys as well, like this is our first season done as a group. Yeah. Um, it's been awesome to have you guys doing it. I can't wait for next season, and mm-hmm. I think kind of want to go back and listen to our first episode, no, see how it all sounded. No. Um, I think we've all developed a lot as kind of speakers. Yeah. Um, Actually, we mates. should do like a side by side. Yeah, Christ, talk. Oh, that would be rough listening. It would be rough listening, but um, yeah, just awesome stuff. Can't wait to do it all again next week and for the next season. Yeah, it's been a, been a great year and, yeah, it does seem like a lifetime ago since you were recording on your iPhone in your car mm. by yourself. Yeah. Um, quality content coming out early days and that's only improved since then. So Only going to improve. Yeah. We're looking at some more equipment, you could say, to uh, enhance the product. So yeah. Plenty to look forward to. Yep, for sure. Bloody oh. You can sign out now, Lee. Yeah, this is Lee signing out for the season, but I will see you next week. Yeah, right Yo guys, catch you next week. Alright guys, we look forward to uh, coming back at you next week. Congratulations to the Lakers 2019-2020 champions. Love you, bye. Hey, out to Daily Chip, that was true. You gon' have to go ahead and see what they knew. That was all the time, it ain't no Roma City news. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.